Welcome to The Camp Guys, a podcast where we talk about the ins and outs of camp ministry. My name is Grayson Phillips, and in each episode, I'm going to lead us as we talk about different challenges we face in camp ministry and how we overcome them. So let's dive right into today's episode. What is up, camp leaders? Welcome back to the Camp Guys podcast with me, Grayson Phillips, and Executive Director of Crowder's Camps, Mr. J. Oliver. Grayson, thank you, man, for all you do here at our camp. Just want to say that, and thanks for uh, your beautiful introduction for the podcast. Thank you. You are a great (laughs) camp guy. Hey, everybody out there today, we're going to talk about what everybody loves to talk about, and that's... Money, 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 money. Fundraising. Let's talk about <laughs> fundraising for a second. You know what? You either stink at it or you're really good. Mm-hmm. Or you either have a donor base that's 50 years old mm-hmm. and they've been giving forever. You don't you, have to worry about fundraising. You, you good, man. You send out your little letter, send out some pictures every once in a while and you're good some of us though (laughs) some of us are in a situation that's a little different so we're going to talk about that today so i'm jay oliver been in camp ministry for a good long while working probably close to um almost 20 years in camp ministry 10 years renting other people's camps like yours and then uh six years owning um our own facility over those past six years, I've had an opportunity to fundraise right at $1.3 million. So with saying that, some of y'all are like, oh, $1.3, that's, that's not a lot at all. Well, <laughs> don't make me smack you because <laughs> I work so hard uh, to do it. Zero donor base. Yep. No, I didn't walk into the office and have... 75 contacts Mm -hmm. it was zero started from the bottom started with zero donor base and uh did it in six years and i think that god uh orchestrated the whole entire thing Mm -hmm. so here's a fundraising vision for you i don't want something from you i want something for you i don't want to just take your money i want to give you an opportunity to be a part of this ministry that's where a lot of us mess up. We, we, we will not ask people the big ask. We won't ask people because we simply think we're trying to take something from them. Hey, I, we really could use $20,000. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Grayson, what it really is, hey, this $20,000 does this mm-hmm. to change people's lives. Yeah. So that's a big deal that we have to have that fundraising vision motto mm-hmm. to be able to make sure that fundraising is successful. Yeah. And I'm not perfect. Uh, if I was perfect, I would already raised two million, two million more dollars to build our new camp we're trying to build. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nobody's perfect in fundraising, but consistency is key when it when it comes to keeping donors and trying to raise funds. Yeah. I don't think it's a certain time of year. You know, everybody tries to lean in on Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. and different things like that. End of the year giving. Yeah. Uh, I don't really think it's that. I think it's consistency throughout mm-hmm. the whole year. That brings in the best results. So there's two types of fundraising. Some of you guys are donor-based fundraising. That means you got a list of people that support your ministry vision at your camp, which is cool. Man, we got that too now. Yeah. But it didn't. We didn't have it at first. So the second type of fundraising is doing-based. What that means is you create an idea that helps bring support to fund the ministry vision you lead. Mm -hmm. It can go all the way down to Boston Butts, Mm -hmm. you know, just selling food. Uh, We went to a little different level. We did our Crowder's Ridge shoots 
which is snowless winter tubing, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, and we're getting ready. This is top secret, so only the people listening to this podcast will be able to hear this. And I'm not saying we're doing it yet. I'm pretty sure we're doing it. Yeah. But we're looking at doing a wick, a wicked trail. <laughs> uh, we are. We're going to try to capitalize on Halloween this year. There's going to be so many Halloween haunted houses and junk like that. So mm-hmm. That's going to not be able to operate because of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do an outdoor, socially distanced yep. type um, wicked trail is what we're mm-hmm. calling it. Uh, it will have a, a gospel feel to it. It's yep. not going to have a lot of gore. But just walking on 50 acres of land in the middle of the dark, yeah. um, it's going to be scary enough. Absolutely. Uh, so we're going to, you know, we're going to charge entry fee for everybody, and we're promoting it as our fall, our, our fall uh, fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's doing based. Uh, yes, we do have a list of donors now, uh, so we can send out an email to them anytime or letter to those guys. Uh, but I like doing. Yeah. Uh, the more people. All right. So let's look at this for a second. If what happens if we bring a hundred new families uh, onto our campus through this wicked trail thing. Mm-hmm. What happens? You might find some donors through that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's marketing. Mm-hmm. When you do when you when you do doing based fundraising, it becomes a really a marketing tool yep. for your camp. So one, you can get a potential better donor, mm-hmm. not better. Anybody that gives is good. That's a bad word for it. Uh, another donor to mm-hmm. join your team. You can get camp registrations yeah. through that. Uh, and and you can get birthday parties, all those different things from people coming and mm-hmm. seeing the campus. Yeah, anytime you open up your facility for new eyes to see it, you yeah. open up possibilities. It's marketing. It's, it's marketing. So you have to look at that. Like sometimes, you know, people will call our facility and be like uh, <clears throat> with the Rotary Club or, yeah. uh, you know, some uh, union want to do a picnic, and we'll cut them a deal just to have them on campus because it brings so much marketing mm-hmm. flavor to us. Uh, one, the number one reasons camps fail at raising funds is because raising money uh, is hard. <clears throat> Your focus will either distract you or direct you. You see, they're gonna you're either gonna be passionate about it or not. Um, if you're in charge of fundraising, then do your job and raise funds. Yeah. Um, I wish I was a little more streamlined. Uh, I, I'm a little too much hands on as the executive director. I probably need to back off a little <laughs> bit. And uh, why are you laughing? At well, me, because because we don't do our work job. Like you got to step in and do it for us. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I do my job. I'm, don't. I, I don't. Th- I don't think it's that. I, th- I think it's. Uh, I think it's. I'm so interested in what yeah, happens. Exactly. I had to poke my head in. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't trust my team. It's just, you know, I'm in a bad. I'm in a different position because I I founded the camp, mm-hmm. uh, and I, it's a baby to me. It's yeah. a child, really, and I, I want to make sure she's taken care of. Mm-hmm it so it's a little micromanagement we all got room to grow grayson mm-hmm. and uh i got room to grow in that area too so if you're in charge of fund- raising funds guess what raise funds all right mm-hmm. there's four things to consider when you're fundraising number one uh a complicated strategy will kill fundraising uh dinners and dances and donors oh my uh <laughs> fundraising should be about shared moments of impact and not historical information that's the worst thing you could do is share. We have a hundred years of, mm-hmm. uh, of, of this and that. What happened last summer? You know, yeah. that's, that's where you have to have your marketing in, in on point with your videographer, your photographers mm-hmm. for your peak season time. Well, Jay, we just don't have the summer staff budget to do that. But yes, you do. Uh, you hire somebody that can take pictures and take out trash 
at the same time. Uh, there's people out there, you know, one of the, this is a little nugget. I'm going to go off. I'm going to ride this rabbit for a second. One of the biggest things we see in the upcoming generation is entitlement. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a certain point of entitlement where, hey, I'm hired to do one job and one job only. Yep. We try to really stomp that out at, mm-hmm. at our staff camp and through our interview process yeah. to really get people with servant hearts that are willing to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's the kind of people we want. Number two, passionate people stir passion in others. If you're not passionate, if you don't have passion about what you're trying to raise funds for, nobody's going to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you need to find some somebody else that does and get them to raise money. Um, use use your niche. Uh, you know, some camps have trains. Some camps have mountains. Some camps have big giant lakes, uh, waterfalls. Use your niche to help raise you money. Mm-hmm. We don't have any of that. We nope. do have Crowder's Mountain, elevation, yeah. 1,300 feet. Mm-hmm. Well, what we do have is a metropolitan city. Yeah, uh, something most camps don't have. We can get to downtown Charlotte mm-hmm. in twenty-three minutes. Yep, all on eighty-five. Mm-hmm. We're there, so we're using that as our niche and saying, you know what, you don't have to drive at two hours away to go tubing with your family. You can come here. Uh, and the same thing with the Wicked Trail idea with Halloween. I'm not saying we're going to be doing that every year. If it's a huge success, we make $35,000, I mean, we may. But I'm hoping to build a camp yeah. and, and and get get campers over there. Use the holidays. Uh, you know, again, we go back to don't just fundraise one time a year. Mm-hmm. But Christmas, Thanksgiving, people's hearts are stirred. Mm-hmm. We do have that tax end of the year to giving thing, uh, yeah. deadline. That's really good. Uh, use your seasons. Again, you know, you got Christmas, all that stuff. Uh, number three, where is the money uh, on the outcome? No matter what happens, it's your fault. Uh, dreaming is not equal to doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can sit here all day long and say, man, I wish, I wish, I wish. Man, you can just do it. Yeah. You got to get on it. Um, passion without a plan equals pain. Uh, Abraham Lincoln said, you give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first four sharpening my axe. Hmm. You have to have a plan because if you don't have a plan, it's going to bring a, a, a very complex pain to your life. People are going to ask you questions. You're not going to know the answers to, mm-hmm. you know, when, as we started uh, fundraising for Crowder Springs to be built, uh, I had a company in Texas that did uh, real life pictures of mm-hmm. the concepts of the of the plans of the building, yeah. it was probably one of the best things I did because you could actually see yeah. the camp. Uh, they even did a video, a, a rendering of the video of the camp, and it's just incredible just seeing what it's going to feel like yeah. to to roll up Being in able there. to kind of walk through it. Yeah. yeah, and for donors, I mean that's very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying yes creates repeat givers. How about that? You know, it's great, man. You get a check in the mail for a hundred thousand dollars from a a Charles Schwab's account from one of your donors, but yet you forget to send a thank you letter. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, I, I'm truly convicted of that because I've done it. Um, not purpose, purposefully, but on, on accident. And I'm looking back now, I wish I would have picked up the phone and been like a high school cheerleader, squilling yeah. in a high-pitched voice mm-hmm. on the phone so this person really knew man this gift mm-hmm. meant a lot to us uh last one number four the process of killing a fun a great fundraiser is um 
uh, not asking. You know, you're doing all you can do, having the marketing stuff, and never asking for money, for them to be a part of your ministry. That that's the biggest thing that kills it. Um, I I have some potential meetings coming up in the next couple of days that could add add up to a hundred and one point five million dollars worth of gifts, and I will not sell seal the deal if I don't ask them. Hey guys, will you be a part of our ministry, helping us build this camp? Mm-hmm. So there's there's phases. Uh, we got to calendar those things out. There's phases. There's before the ask, the ask, and then after the ask uh, to make sure people are following up. Um, we got to have a target message. And remember, remember this. This is a great, great quote for all you guys looking to raise funds. When it comes to relationships, you have you will never have big withdrawals without large deposits. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get something out of somebody, you have to put something into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't really, when I meet somebody for the first time, and it's the first time I've kind of talked to them about uh, potentially partnering with us, I don't expect a deposit from them because I hadn't, I hadn't over, over, I don't expect a withdrawal mm-hmm. because I hadn't put in a deposit yet. Yeah. Uh, but if they come and visit the camp, then that's when that, that deposit starts happening Absolutely. and we could potentially see a withdrawal. So get out there, camp people, <laughs> and start withdrawing from people uh, because you're putting in large deposits. Every single one of you should get, go down your, down your donor list today, send them a special note. Don't ask them for a thing, but just tell them how happy you are that they're a part of your ministry. Thanks for joining this episode. And on the next one, we'll have some more resources for you. God bless you. Thank you.